As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Wendy. And I'm Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast. Your online resource for inclusive and accessible wellness. Welcome to another episode of the Food Heaven Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Jess, girl. Hey. Hey. What's How's up? going? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing much new happening, which is what I've been saying all along. It's like I have no updates. No updates over here. Well, I do. I do have some updates, but nothing, you know, nothing notable. I've just right. been no notable busy. updates. <laughs> keeping busy doing nothing. Going know. on daily walks, and that's a highlight of my day. Yeah, mm. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'm in New York, so no daily walks for that me. Sucks. But super excited about today's episode because we have our good friend Jada coming on again. For those of you who are listeners of the podcast, you might remember Jada from our Reiki and ASMR episode, which was so, so great. So make sure you check it out if you haven't listened to it already. So we wanted to bring her on because Jada is a yoga Reiki and meditation practitioner. And we thought, what a great time to bring some peace and groundedness into our homes. And you'll see, I mean, just like everything that comes out of her mouth is so like relaxing and meditative. And so just talking to her was like really a treat, especially during during these times with everything that's happening. (laughs) I feel like it's even hard to talk to her because she literally has an ASMR voice. It puts me in a trance. So like during the interview, I kept having to like snap out of it. (laughs) She just has like that calming presence, which is so amazing. You guys are going to love this episode. My favorite part was towards the end, she does a live meditation and it, it was only for five minutes, but it, it felt like one minute and I would have been happy sitting there for another 30 minutes. That's how good she is. She also is great for people who had trouble with meditation in the past or feel like they don't know where to start or have like a lot of misconceptions about what meditation actually is. Like she's the perfect person to go to because it's very compassionate, non-judgmental, And she gives practical tips for getting started that don't involve like buying, you know, the meditation couches or whatever. What are those things called? Like the the pillows. (laughs) It's just very down to earth advice. Yep. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the podcast, Jada. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me once again. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. We adore you. We're like, this is going to be a great topic to talk about with Jada because... Just being around you feels very relaxing and soothing. If you didn't check out our previous (laughs) episode that we did on Reiki, make sure that you check it out. Um, And so we're going to be talking about meditation today. But before we jump in, tell us how you're doing, how things are, where you are, how you're staying sane, girl. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm doing well. This has been such a whirlwind, but in so many ways, it's been very similar to my everyday life because I do work a lot from home. Obviously, my routine is totally off and different, but you know, I get to have my partner with me at home every day and I've been trying to find like the silver lining in all of it and, you know, taking it one day at a time, but I've been feeling great. You know, I know that's not the case for a lot of people in my um, current situation. It's been, it's been really nice to kind of have everything around me slow down because it's not usually the case. So yeah, holding up one day at a time. Mm, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. Like what are the things that are making you feel great when, um, I'm, yeah, there's so many people who are feeling like more stressed. Is it that you're not consuming, you know, all the news? Like what are the top things you are doing? So my, my, my man is a, is a teacher and he's a big history head and that's, that's his subject. And he's really involved into the, with the stock market and just like knowing all the things. So there's been a change within myself because before I would have been really like triggered by it like why are you listening to that and blah 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 but I'll I'll even sit with him and and watch it and watch our I don't even want to say these words but our want to be president and I am just like <laughs> observing it and we laugh at it the whole time it's almost like a comedy show when we're watching it but it's also been interesting to be informed and also like know that there's going to be big change that comes from this and that so many of us are going to learn and appreciate things that just because of how fast our lives are, we haven't been able to before. Does that make sense? So I'm excited about that part. And I'm like excited for our people and our communities. And yeah, there's so much struggle right now, but from my own experience in my life, like I know that it's, it can be, it can sound very cliche, but it's like from so much turmoil, so many great things can come about. So I'm just like staying within that and not, it's, I'm, I'm not forcing myself like, we're okay and everything's going to be great. It's more just like a knowing, like a deep knowing that we're going to get through this. And yeah, we've heard that a million times probably by now, but this too shall pass, right? Like that's a, that's a quote that has surpassed time and time again. And so there obviously has to be something that, that just like rises from all of this, you know, for the greater good. Mm. I hear that, girl. Well, thank you for being optimistic for all of us, girl, because I'm over here going through it. Snapping. Sounds great. I know. I'm going to ring you up like, girl, I feel like I'm losing it right now. I feel like I'm losing it. It was so funny because I was on a Zoom last night with a bunch of my friends and we were all on video. And at one point... I just kind of zoned out and I was just like rocking back and forth, like staring, (laughs) staring at the ceiling. And they're like, Wendy, do we need to come over? (laughs) They were like, what is going on over there? I was like, y'all, I am just I'm really going through it right now. But I wanted to ask you because you're like with your partner all day. And like, how has that been? Because I've been seeing all the memes where like, you know, it's like, yeah, like, you know, people are like killing each other in the house and stuff. So how's it been going for you? Are you guys doing okay? So we do, we're so different that it actually, it creates a, an environment that helps us like ground each other, if that makes Mm, sense. So I will like have my more like calming music at times and then we'll like turn up to Young Thug. Yes. He cooks two things and when he cooks it, he's all about it. And then, you know, like I, I get a little bit of that and then I'll make my like big 
extravagant meals and then we get to have some of that and it's just yeah I mean we're reading at one point we have he is all about routine and scheduling so he from the very beginning he started like writing out like a whole ass schedule for the day (laughs) and I'm Mm. like that's not how my brain works but okay because I'm more (laughs) about going with the flow but for him that was good and he's an early bird so he has the morning to himself he'll be up at five regardless of if if he's going anywhere or not and he does some like stretching, aka yoga, <laughs> or uh, he he will read and he does his own thing. And so I'm still like in bed, I'm still resting or doing my own thing, my meditation in the morning. And then he goes to sleep really early. So I have my nighttime to myself. And so it's just, it's really nice that we, we give each other our space, but then there's so much togetherness as well. That's great. I yeah. Sounds that. like you guys have a good flow going on. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice contrast, right? I think if if we had just like, you know, done everything or maybe, I don't know, being further down the line, I don't know, but but we're in a good place. And so it helps. And it hasn't always been that way. But when we do have times that things are challenging, I'm always either the one to be like, bye, I'll see you later and come back hours later. But there's no coming back. Where am I going? <laughs> so if that were to happen, we would have been forced to talk about it in the moment as we, you know, there are times where that happens. And I'm just thankful that it's been peaceful for the most part. So yeah. So today we're going to be talking about meditation. So timely because I feel like a lot of people can definitely use some meditation right now or anything that is peaceful or, you know, helps them feel a little more grounded. And I think this is one of those topics that a lot of people, including myself, are just like a little lost with in terms of like, what exactly is it? Are you doing it the right way? What is the right way? I think a good place to start would be with you telling us about your experience with meditation, like what exactly is meditation I remember like when I didn't know too much about it not that I know a lot now but I feel like I have a little more information but I would just picture like people sitting cross-legged and like just with their eyes closed and (laughs) not doing anything and when I initially got into it like I was just falling asleep all the time (laughs) so I'm just wondering like how what was your experience getting into that I love this conversation because I think um, certain things that are in our society, like breaking it down and maybe even listening to someone's perspective that is just different and not like the Google version of it can really just allow us to like have something click for us, right? So I got into this, like the whole healing arts after college. I started working at Exhale Spa in Boston and it's a big chain of mind, body, what, spirit, I guess, in in its own way, where it's a spa, there's um, bar classes and yoga and meditation, all that good stuff. And part of like my job requirements was to take classes and know what the product was so that I could sell to our guests and our clients. One of my teachers there, like after the whole like yoga practice within the class he allotted 15 minutes for like a guided meditation and so by then you're like sweaty and tired and you know you've done all this work and then you're just like laying there and he would guide you through or guide us through a sequence and it was basically like what we call like a body scan there were things that happened during that process like time and time again it wasn't just once it was like all the time. And I wasn't expecting anything, right? I went into it like not knowing. And that's the best way I think to go into things. I know that I knocked out a bunch of times and that I was snoring in class. I would get startled when like I realized that I was sleeping and then coming back. But then there were these other moments where I would have like an outer body experience is the best way to, to, to describe it. 
in very simple terms. And I think with all the information that we have now, and especially like the people that I've worked with, students that I have, like, there's this like, I'm going to meditate and I'm going to be so good at it. And I'm going to be like enlightened and I'm going to this and that. And there's this, all these like things that are placed upon us to like achieve. But the whole process of this, of meditating and like actually becoming more still and, and noticing what's happening is really to just notice what is it that we are experiencing right now, right? Like, what am I feeling? First of all, we live so quick to go into whatever is on our to-do lists and the responsibilities we have, the roles that we play in our life, the relationships, and it's like, boom, 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 next thing, next thing, next thing. And when you pause for a second, whether that's five minutes, 10 minutes, 30, 45, an hour, things are going to come up, especially if you're not dealing with whatever it is that's coming up for you on a daily basis and you're using coping mechanisms, which is a beautiful way to protect ourselves. I have to, I have to say that. There comes a time where we, where we have to look at it if we want to like overcome it or if we want to change a habit or change a belief system. And so what meditation offers us is like, it's just like pressing the pause button, if you can imagine doing that and, and being like, all right, I'm going to, whether I'm going to sit here and like, just like notice what the thoughts are, because a lot of teachers or, or practices will encourage like, let's still the mind and let's pause every single thought and let's be in this place of bliss. And for nine out of 10 people, that is not the experience. And I think that's what throws people off. Like, I can't do that, right? Like, I can't stop the mind from going. And the mind was made to do that. And that's why it's called a practice, because it doesn't happen in one sitting. It happens over time. And it happens. And when I say it happens, I mean, like, being okay with just what is happening versus, like, trying to control the situation or trying to achieve a specific outcome. I love that you said that, that you know, um, people should be compassionate in terms of your mind is meant to like think and nine out of 10 people, they're super confused when they can't stop thinking and feel like they're failing at meditation. Sometimes that's me. Um, no such I'm, thing as failing at it. Yeah. I'm curious, like, what's the minimum that somebody would have to do to experience benefits of meditation, especially people who are just getting started? And then do you gradually increase from there? Or like, what's your experience been? And also like, what are the benefits that you have kind of seen? For me and my perspective, 30 seconds or even a minute that you are aware of what you're doing and just being aware of it is the practice. When you think about a recipe, <laughs> so and you don't just would take one recipe and boom, you have the whole meal. And when you have a relationship, you don't just like show up once and then your relationship is great. It's something where like we're building a muscle. And for a lot of us, the mind is so untrained and that is just how we grow up. And we're given all these different things from the time that we're born till the moment that we realize like, oh shit, I actually have control a little bit of control over this, like, what can I do to exercise this muscle? And it's literally showing up over and over and over again. You don't perfect a recipe in just one sitting, right? Like, oh, actually, if I put a little bit of this, or if I do a little bit of that, and it's different for every single person. So that's why, yes, methods and the ways that, you know, have proven to, to give results are great to practice. But at the end of the day, if I only have a minute to myself, which and let's be honest, right? Like we spend a lot of time doing things that don't give us any kind of benefit, but that's just the human, the human mind, the human condition. And once we become aware of 
that and that we can take steps to build a new muscle and to build a new skill, then it literally can be setting a timer for 30 seconds or a minute. It could be anything. If you're folding like a, a piece of clothing, let me fold this. And I'm like realizing that I'm folding it and not like thinking of or like watching something else while I'm doing it. Right. Fold it in half and then another half. And there you go. Like you spent a whole 30 seconds doing one thing that you were aware that you were doing it. And you've, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a meditation practice in and of itself. Yeah, I totally feel that because I've had times where I'm like meditating or what I would call meditating for like 30 minutes and I'm completely like not present at all. My mind is somewhere else. But then, you know, I'll I'll have moments where I do it for five minutes and I'm like more in the moment. And the experience to me is just like it feels more meaningful and I, it, whatever it is that you're supposed to get, which I don't, <laughs> I'm assuming maybe a peace <laughs> of mind. I don't really know what it is quite exactly, but I just feel better. My body feels better. My mind feels better when I'm like fully there. And I've definitely been there where, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of like stop what I'm doing and just be with whatever's happening for even five seconds. Sometimes when I'm feeling super anxious, I'm like, I'm just going to stop. And like, you know, just be in touch with like my breathing. And that little bit of time gives me so much, you know. Exactly. And and the 30 minutes, and just thank you for sharing that. The 30 min minutes isn't worse or better than the five that felt better, right? It's it's again, you're building that muscle. So whether or not you stopped for the two minutes, the 30 seconds, or the 30 minutes, it's all building a muscle that previously you you weren't exercising. And the thing is the the attachment piece is a big one for for many people that try to practice and then they give up because it's like, oh, I didn't get the this or I didn't feel that and it's mm -hmm. not a, it is and it isn't about that. <laughs> if that makes sense, like it's we're being observers. It can be a very spiritual practice for many people and it can also be a big antidote for anxiety and depression and things that really are big struggles in our life. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I totally feel that because like especially now with everything that's happening, I'm getting real creative over here. And I've, I've just been <laughs> I've been girl, I've been like um, laying on the floor, like meditating. Yes. I've Look been body like, grounding. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just yeah, it's do... like we become more primitive and you're like, I need to just like touch the ground. It's true, though. You laugh, but I'm like really serious. These past few weeks have been incredibly stressful. Am I right or am I right? I've had trouble sleeping, lots of anxiety. Thankfully, the weather is getting better, but what sucks is that I can't go outside. And I'm sure a lot of you probably can't go outside either. Limited sun exposure, all of the stress from what's happening. It definitely has had me in my feelings. I've had to make major adjustments to my self-care routine. And it really changes every day depending on what's going on and on what side of the bed I wake up, literally. I've really been open to trying complementary wellness practices. One of them, which I've mentioned before on the podcast, is CBD. And for those of you thinking, wait, girl, 
what is CBD? Like, what are you talking about? We have an entire podcast episode that breaks down what CBD is and the potential benefits. So make sure that you check that episode out. All of this leads me to today's podcast sponsor, Feels. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. It naturally helps to reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I've been taking it as part of my wind down routine for better sleep, and it helps me feel more relaxed as I get ready for bed. For those of you thinking, all right, this all sounds good, but how does it work? Like, how do I take it? Well, all you have to do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue, and you'll feel the difference within minutes. I've tried lots of CBD products, and I have to say that for this product, you can definitely feel it shortly after taking it, which is why I love it, because for some CBD products, you have to take really high doses to get the desired effect, and this is not the case here. Feels is made using full spectrum hemp extract, which means their products contain additional cannabinoids and terpenes found naturally in the hemp plant for maximum benefit. It has less than 0.3% of THC, so you don't have to worry about feeling high, and all of their products are grown using organic farming practices in Colorado and Oregon. Get feels delivered right to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. You can become a member today by going to feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash food heaven. And you're going to get five zero, y'all, 50% off your first order with free shipping. That is feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash food heaven to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. All right, let's get back to our episode. What is the right way? Because I'm literally, I'm like rolling in the couch. Like I'm doing all types of stuff. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I've been getting real creative with like, I don't know if I would call this meditation or like I'll even like put whatever kind of music. And I'm like, I don't know if this aligns. So it, what is, so I guess you would say like, is, is there not a right way to meditate? Like, how do you know that you're meditating versus you know, falling asleep, which I know you said, like, sometimes you would just like kind of like fall asleep and snore in class, which has definitely happened to me before. Um, so how do you distinguish that? When you have the the session that felt really good and that you felt like you went somewhere and you came back and then there was another time where it just felt like who knows what you were doing and it just felt like kind of like, quote unquote, like a failure of a session everything that leads us to a moment, it matters. So it's not just about the, the moment that we're pausing. It's like, how did you sleep the night before? Where are you on your cycle? What have you eaten in the last 24, 48 hours? Like all these different things have such a big, play such a big role when we pause, because every day is different. We wake up every single day and there's there are things that we can all notice that are different, whether it's like, you know, I feel lighter or heavier, or my mind is foggier, right? Like all of those things matter. And and whenever you work out, it's like when you work out and you're like, oh, wow, I feel really heavy today, or I feel like I can't move as much. And so our bodies are constantly changing. And, and that has a lot to do with what happens when you're quote unquote, like meditating and, and pausing and noticing what's happening, right? So it's not just about that, that one particular moment. It could be all the things that led up to it. Maybe you had a really stressful conversation or work has been really busy and this is the first time. And it maybe was like when people fall asleep and my teachers would always tell me like, cause I'd be like, why do I fall asleep? And blah, blah. Is that me? Does that mean that I'm just like going somewhere so far or whatever? They'd be like, um, because you're tired <laughs> and that's your body telling you to go to sleep. <laughs> Another one of my mentors, we call it an appetition. There'd be days Ooh. where I, I have an appetition <laughs> because it turns into like, I have my thing set up. 
I lay down often for meditation and all of a sudden it's three hours later or the next day. And so I'm not beating myself up over it. I had a great night's sleep and I started with a meditation and I have been such a good sleeper ever since I started doing this practice consistently. Do you do it before bed or like, I'm curious what time of day? It just depends, but so many times I do it before bed. Okay. And then it helps you kind of transition into a deeper sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And I can give you guys uh, names of a few that I, that I use. I haven't heard it in a while. I don't know why, but, oh, because I, yeah, I'm using other tools, but I, there are so many meditations that can help with like a really deep sleep and all it is that it's doing when you really like listen to it, when you're awake and listening is talking about the different things that are already happening in our own space. It's just like, oh, I'm aware of it. And I'm aware of like what my, you know, where my arm is and proprioception, like where am I in space? And it's just, it's really taking things that are so obvious, but that we don't take the time to really look at or to pay attention to because we're always like on the next thing. So do you do mostly guided meditations? Is that what you're saying when you're like, you can, there's some that you can share or is it more like, I know, loving kindness is like a type of meditation. Yeah. So there's, um, I started working with a, with a, um, with a application years ago, back in like 2016, it's called insight timer. And I have a meditation on there and now it's blown up. And like, I love that. I see so many familiar faces on there. Um, but I was with them like in the very beginning when, when before they had like, um, just expanded the way they have. And, um, they've put me on to so many amazing teachers. And so <clears throat> when I, I do a lot of practices that are by myself and on my own, and then there are moments where I'm like, I want to be guided into this. And I, I know that if this one is for sleep and I want to have that experience, then I'll just, I'll just listen to that before bed. Um, so yeah, there are so many different kinds of meditation practices. And that's why sometimes it's just finding one that works for you and, and maybe just, and not getting complacent over just one way. I like to just do all the things and see which one feels better on any given day. Do you actually have an, uh, a meditation that you guide on insight timer? Yeah. Cause that would be, you do. Oh my God. We'll have to include that. No, I was going to say you have the perfect meditation voice and like presence. So I will do all of your meditations. Do more, please. <laughs> if you don't have a ton. I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. I got you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm curious, like what your thoughts are on like deep breathing versus meditation versus like yoga. It sounds like your philosophy is like, there's a time and a place for everything and like, don't get too caught up in one thing, but like, are all of these like types of meditation or do you always recommend people practice deep breathing when they're meditating? I'm just curious on your thoughts. Like everything, there are so many different ways to do a certain thing, right? So if we really look at the the practices that yoga offers and breath work, which is another thing that I practice and also offer, at the end of the day, they're all helping us become more aware of of ourselves. And what, what I believe is a part of us that's always there. There are parts of us that we are able to connect with when we use different tools. Breath work for a period of time 
did that for me. So I wasn't, I got to a point where physically, like I knew how to take care of myself, where I didn't have to practice yoga in, 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 in order to necessarily feel a certain way. And, and then that's a whole other thing where I was like attached to like, oh, I got to go to yoga in order to feel this thing, right? Or like to be this way. And, and then that simmered down. And then it was more like, oh, I can feel at peace by doing some breath work today. Oh, I can do this by going out for a walk in nature, like going for a hike and, and connecting with a friend that really needed me, right? So it was like, yoga sort of opened the doors for me, which is what happens to a lot of people because people don't go into it like, I'm going to go find my true self in a yoga class, especially when people start with like hot yoga and, you know, a bunch of different things, right, that that we've heard of. And at the end of the day, it's it's how we feel the most connected to ourselves and what will allow us to just have some space to, to do that. Yeah, that makes total sense. And I w- uh, like as you were saying that, I was thinking like for people who are like, OK, this is really elusive because I've definitely been there. But let's talk about like practical things, because I think for people that have never tried meditating, I remember like when I first started doing it consistently, it just felt so weird and foreign to like sit in silence and like close my eyes and I would I would kind of like open them every few seconds to be like okay is anyone else here like so what are some (laughs) things like for someone who's like okay so should I be like sitting on something firm or like can I do it on my bed or like what does that look like practically speaking for someone who wants to start doing it consistently yeah so if this were uh, 5,000 years ago, you would, there was, there's like a, a master and there's someone that teaches you a guru, whatever. And you have to sit a certain way for this many hours, like monks and people that, that are really heavily into this work, like they're, it's almost like they're disciples of the, of the work. Right. And so there is a very specific way to do it. If you're looking for tradition, if you're looking to do it the way it was taught originally, and all of that is very beautiful. What I think, because we are in a very different time, right? Like 2020 is very different than 5,000 years ago. So we are different because of that. Whatever it is that you need to make your body comfortable, whether that's, I would say, try it on the floor, put a couple blankets down and see what it's like for you to lean up against the wall, cross-legged and see how you feel. I did this for years and there was part of my back where I would be super uncomfortable. And my goal, my intention with this time that I'm allotting myself in the day, I want to be comfortable so that I can get out of my own physical body and just kind of like let whatever experience that is that I'm that I'm going through for it to happen. So you can lay down, right? Grab a couple pillows and place them under your knees, like one on underneath each knee, or if you have a bolster, like put that under your knees, lay down, place a blanket on top and see how you feel. Maybe place another blanket underneath your head. Get yourself really comfortable. If you don't want to do it on the floor, do it in your bed. And you might fall asleep, great, but at least you set yourself up, you got into the habit of building that muscle, and either if you're listening to something or if you're just timing yourself and just giving yourself some space for whatever it is that that is present for you to happen, then that's what it is. It doesn't have to be this whole like big setup. I've been there where like my knees are on fire and I've heard that too where it's like you have to just like power through it with it it, right and it's like that doesn't make any that that never makes any sense because the whole time you're literally thinking about the knee or you're thinking about exactly and then you're like so 
Vientos. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's the same like with workouts, though, where people are like power through it, like feel the burn. And I'm like, I don't want to feel the burn. Yeah. Like I, it's not meant to me. It's like I don't want yeah. it to be a painful process. Yeah, so. it's like the. I was going to say it's the opposite of like intuitive anything like intuitive eating, intuitive movement. That's one of the things with meditation where you hear like, no, just suffer through. Or it's like, I, sometimes I'll start out and my face is itching or something. And it's like, I'll think, I always I scratch. scratch. <laughs> yeah, I always scratch. <laughs> the, the whole idea here is that these tools that we receive and that we learn when, we're in, where, when we are practicing whatever our, our practice is for the day or the moment, it is training our bodies to basically to set, it's like setting the, ourselves up for when stressful situations arise, for us to be able to bring those tools into, that, into those moments. Because the mind doesn't really know the difference between a really stressful situation and a really peaceful one. It's the way the body reacts, right? So if the body is really is activated by a certain person or a certain situation, then that creates a whole a whole thing in the mind, in the body, in the brain, hormones, all these other things, right? And so if we are we take that and let's say I'm, I'm, I'm really flustered and I really am so annoyed with something and I'm like crying and I'm, I'm upset and I take some time to be like, wow, I really feel this and I'm breathing through it and, and maybe even crying through it or whatever it is. I'm also teaching myself how to like regulate, which is, it's, it's a powerful tool because there's going to be always stress in our lives. There's always going to be something, right? This idea of like one day we're just going to be, but while we're here as humans on this planet, there's going to be triggers everywhere. So think about it as like you kind of like suiting up for when those stressful situations come. Because before I would be a mess over conversations when I was a teenager, early 20s, like little things that people would tell me I was. And now, obviously, I know all the connections that that has and the trauma and all the different things that 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 has created. But with these practices, I'm able to better, to better respond and to like take care of myself during those moments. That yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. I think you explain it really well and it's getting me re-inspired to build a meditation practice, especially thinking about just like that you can only do like one minute, two minutes, five minutes. But on that note, we figured it would be kind of cool to close with a live meditation that you basically can take the lead. Do you think we should do five minutes, three minutes? What are you thinking? Perfect. Okay, so we'll just play along. <laughs> Everybody, don't do this while driving, please, because I feel like you will fall asleep or you will get into a trance. <laughs> And Jetta, like, do you think uh, with like opening your like is is the default like close your eyes like that's what is recommended or okay? That is always optional because for some people the blanket idea is close your eyes because that's where you'll be able to like tune everything out. But for some people that can actually be very triggering. So I always say in my classes if you are comfortable with it and if not shut them halfway so that you still can see because that that allows some people to have a safer experience. Everything that a teacher is offering you is just that. It's not something that you have to do, right? Like these are things like that I've learned that have helped my experience and that I offer others. But if for whatever reason, 
you don't want to do something or you feel like this other way is better for you because instinctually that's what feels good, then do that. Listen to yourself. The whole idea is I'm holding space for you to have whatever experience you are intending to have. For people who are like, okay, I can't stop thinking, like I'm having all of these thoughts. Um, are there some things that you have found helpful to just kind of like recenter the mind or like quiet it down a little bit? There's a method and it's called five, four, three, two, one. And it's actually something that I've, I learned a long time ago, but it's one of those things where like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So it's a technique that for people that in the moment just need something quick to be like, I don't know how to breathe the right way or I don't know, whatever. Hopefully after this episode, you know that, that there's no right or wrong. Anytime that you lengthen the breath and slow the breath down, it's going to have, you're going to have a, a reaction in your body, a physiological reaction. So that's always number one, like slow down your breath, take a deep breath. Don't just breathe in the center of your chest, take the breath in and down towards your belly, towards your navel. And then take really, I always like to imagine three balloons, like three centers, one at the base of your pelvis, so below the navel, one at the center of your torso, and then the, the third one is at the center of your chest. And imagine you're, you're blowing up each of those balloons from the very bottom one. So breathe in and bring the breath in and down towards that one, fill that one up. And then the second one, the center of the torso, and then the third one, the center of the chest. And that's a really long, slow breath. And you might not do it right away. It might take you a few times to do that. And, and then as you exhale, releasing from the top, the center of the chest, all the way down. And you'll feel your navel, like your belly button, move a little bit closer to the spine as you do that because you're trying to release all of your air. Yeah? So the breath is always there for you, whether you're driving or whatever. The 54321 tool is a great one because just remember those five numbers and then maybe by practicing it a few times you'll remember what each one is for so five things you see whichever room you're in you want to look at five things that you can see so we can each practice it right now like what are five things that you see in the room that you're in i see a, a photo that i have a blanket like you can name them literally a window a map a peace sign and then a rug and then four you want to say and then four things that you can touch. So it might be your hair, your hands, the steering wheel if you're driving, or maybe it's the chair that I have right in front of me, my legs, my feet. So four things. I don't know if I did more than that. And then three things that you can hear. So I hear a sound machine. I hear the rain outside and I hear my voice. And then two things you can smell, shea butter <laughs> and lime that I have in my water. And then one thing you can taste, mm. soy milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden, all your senses are activated and boom. It's like, what was, what was happening? You might still feel that, obviously, but it does redirect your attention to mm -hmm. what is happening right now. And that's also a really great way to create new memories, like really fun memories that you don't want to forget and um, like, you know, something special that's happening. It's a great way to do that as well. That's such I a good idea. That. Yeah, it really brings you to the moment. Did you each do it while I was saying it? I yeah. did it. I did I it. I did it. I did it. But I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. But I'm ready, yeah. though. I'm ready for this mm -hmm. meditation. Okay, awesome. I'm excited. Right. <laughs> Let me put my timer on, because if not, we'll okay. be here until like an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was in a trance. <laughs> so find a comfortable position, whether that's sitting down, laying down, and then just take, take a few moments to notice where your body is in space. Again, you're not doing this if you're driving, obviously, if you're doing handling anything with care. <laughs> give yourself a quiet place, or maybe it's not quiet. Maybe there's a bunch of things going on in the next room and that's okay too. So once you've found your place, notice where you're at, notice where your body is in space. You might wiggle the toes. Notice the legs. Notice if there's any tension gripping in the belly. I like to imagine a really, really tight pair of jeans and then it's the end of the day and then you're unzipping the jeans and just letting the belly soften. It's like this feeling, this sigh of relief. And with that, maybe the shoulders relax a bit, the arms are heavy and Maybe you have your hands touching you. Maybe they're on your body. Maybe they're on your legs somewhere, your belly, if you're laying down, or even if you're sitting. Noticing the sounds of the room that you're in. And then as you become a little more quiet, start to notice what your breath sounds like. And maybe you can't hear your breath at this point and that's okay too. If, you're, if it's comfortable for you to breathe through the nose, go ahead and, and do that. As you exhale, there's this uh, really gentle whisper at the back of the throat that if you notice it, you can hear it. Imagine you were fogging up a mirror, but with your mouth closed. It's that, like that Darth Vader noise. It's that sound when you pick up a seashell and you place it up against your ear. You can hear that the sound of the ocean it's wave-like. Then as you do this, maybe intuitively you've begun to slow the breath down a bit. Imagining your breath moving in and downwards towards your pelvis, that space below the belly button, below the navel and you feel the belly rise, the breath moves all the way up through the center of your chest. And then together, let's open the mouth and take a big breath out. Allowing all the breath, all of the air to be released. And that sets you up for another really slow, steady breath in. And then open mouth again, exhale. Really nice. Let's do a couple more like that. Inhale. 
belly expands and exhale, letting it all go. And then notice as you do this, and you might take a few rounds on your own, notice which one of these is a little more challenging. Is it breathing in that can be a little more challenging for you right now? Maybe you pause with the air in before you take a really big breath out. Or is it the exhaling that uh, seems to be more challenging for you right now? Option to pause on empty once you let the breath go. And then inhale. And exhale. Softening the muscles of your face, the jaw. Noticing any tastes that are in the mouth. You might swallow and this is why five minutes goes up so fast. Here we are. You can blink your eyes open and notice what's around you. Look around. Maybe smile. Wiggle your fingers. Give yourself a big pat on the shoulders. High five. <laughs> that was great. Round of applause. Oh my God. Okay. So I have an idea for your life. We need to, <laughs> we need to do a go. No, we need to set up a GoFundMe so you can do a meditation app because yes. you need to do this. Girl. Oh my God. That was so, so good. It was. And, it's, it was and that was, I was rushing myself because it's only five minutes, but I could do oh that my forever. God. Yeah. I would do meditation yeah. with you all day, every day. <laughs> I'm serious. We need what to about, do a GoFundMe. So what about it was, was helpful for you and your, your experience? So first of all, you have the most soothing voice, which you already know. <laughs> um, second, I like how you were able to give cues with like very specific descriptions. Like I didn't notice I was holding stuff in my stomach until you said, let it out. Like you unzip your pants. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like that to me, when people do that, I feel like it works so well. And then it just was gentle. I don't know. I just loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And very relatable too. like with the yeah. Darth Vader and like the seashell and stuff. It just feels like I'm kind of yeah. And like, yeah. I have my friend guiding me through it. I mean, you are my friend, but like, you know what I mean? I feel like people listening to you who don't know you would feel like it's just like I have my homegirl that's guiding me through this meditation. Yeah. But in a very like, yeah, it's also really, yeah, it was just professional too, you know, where you yeah. were. Cause you know, there's a, I go on YouTube a lot and there's just a lot of trash out there. <laughs> so this was high quality. Yeah, thanks. Thank you so much. I mean, so that's the thing. It's it's finding and there's obviously trust that that we have built. Yeah. So there's that whole component. And yeah, I just always suggest to people to be aware of whatever it is they're allowing into the their like psyche because when we are in a meditative state, so many different things can happen. So just be aware of that and and know who you are tuning into because that can have a really big effect. So as someone that has, you know, gone through all the things with like 
just all kinds of teachers and people that have, you know, just, it's just, we all have our own experiences. So find something that works for you. And thank you for saying that I will be having more meditations on the Insight app. Follow me along there. I've even considered like just putting them on YouTube just as my voice, because maybe, I, I don't know, I don't, I would never imagine going on YouTube to find that because it just isn't the way that I learn best. But I know a lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. I do it a lot because it's, yeah, I think, and this is just kind of random, but if I'm trying to not be on my phone as much and scrolling, I will do it on YouTube because that connects to my TV. So I think there's people who do it like that, where it's kind of separate from the phone. But anyway, I love the idea. I will hundred percent support anything that you do. Last time you had suggested that I do, um, ASMR, ASMR and now yes. it's the GoFundMe page. Here's the thing. No, here's the thing. It's because there's never an ASMR yoga experience. That's why I think you're so unique because you have the ASMR voice, but you're, or sorry, not yoga, meditation. It's ASMR and meditation in one. That's a brilliant business model. I watch ASMR videos and they're not like doing a meditation. They're like doing their makeup or putting together a jewelry box. So if it was like a guided meditation, girl, you will. You would kill it. And you should add in sound baths in there too. Just oh my me. god! Because yes. I'm addicted to that now. I feel like you, you would, girl, you would crush it. I know we're like your business. We're like your business man. <laughs> so tell people, like, I know you're an Insight Timer. Where can they find more about your work and all the amazing things that you're doing? Yeah, thank you. So geradme.com is my online hub. So that's Y-E-R-A-D-M as a Mary, I like India.com. Right now I'm offering a bunch of classes online and very similar to this. I have a 30 minute meditation that I actually, it's a 30 minute time slot, but the time that we actually meditate is a little less than that. So don't be worried if like, you're like, I can't do 20 minutes or 30 minutes. If you go to dragme.com slash offerings, all of my online classes that are available at a sliding scale as well. So anywhere from a dollar to 20, you can, whatever you you can afford at this time, I'll send you the Zoom link and we connect online. I'm on Instagram, Twitter as Geradmi. So at Y-E-R-A-D-M-I-I. So two I's at the end. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's it, right? Yeah, this was great. We'll link everything as per usual. We'll include the insight timer meditations that you have. Which is just a five minute meditation. It's like a short one. Okay. But still, I mean, I'm going to be doing that, girl. I need Mm -hmm. it all. All right. Well, this has been great. We love you. Thank you for coming on again. And we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Food Heaven podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to connect with us online. We're most active on the gram at Food Heaven, but we're also on Twitter at Food Heaven Show and Facebook at Food Heaven Made Easy. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Yep. Our podcast is released every Wednesday and each week we take a deep dive into topics like health at every size, food and culture, intuitive eating, mental health, and body acceptance. If you're looking for a sustainable and inclusive path to wellness, come hang out with us to learn how to take care of yourself from the inside out. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.